and top of the morning welcome back with your boy on let's talk sports on another episode of morning drive on my way to work y'all uh i know it's been a while since i gave you an episode it's just been a rough past week really and rough not meaning really uh, falling on hard times i'm more like busy and just a lot of bad luck happening to me uh, yesterday I had to deal with a flat tire that I got over the weekend after being in Montreal for this amazing Puma event. But anyway, nonetheless, I'm back, back to give you my take again on the news in the world of sports. We got a lot of things to talk about from NFL to NBA. So let's get it started. So we start this with Andrew Luck. So on Saturday, Colts was playing the preseason game. And during the game, the news came out as Adam Schefter reported Andrew Luck is retiring from the game of football. So this caused uh, and prompted a press conference where Andrew Luck had to address the media and address... And address the report that he is retiring. So Andrew Locke talked about how mentally he was no longer able to go through the grind of rehab, uh, how he's been stuck in this circle. And um, I gotta say, I understand him. I understand the man. I'm hearing a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of things being said. He's been given a lot of flack, and the only thing that I give value to here is the simple fact that the retirement came two weeks before preseason. Now, with that said, I don't think that's fair enough argument to say, "Oh, blah blah blah." Andrew Luck, oh, Andrew Luck is weak. This and that. I just say this to say some of the criticism is fair, but to have the man walk off the field and have a sea of Colts fans boo him while he's playing in Indiana where he's played his whole career, where he's giving you the best of himself. And I don't think anybody can doubt that Andrew Luck has always given the best of himself whenever he stepped on that field. And for that to be the reaction he gets as this may be the last time he walks off the field, I think it's a damn shame. I think a lot of time as fans, we f- we find ourselves so entitled as if we we were, were as if we we uh, man, I can't find my words this morning. I say I think as fans, we are so entitled. We feel as though these things we deserve all these things like this is ours not understanding the grind that this rehab all these different injuries i've had on this man not just his body but the grind and the toll that it takes on his family and of course he talked about the mental aspect of it how he wasn't able to go through it again i mean there's a certain motivation and drive you gotta have in order to to go into rehab come back from rehab and really push yourself to get back to the best version of yourself at least the best version possible. And I think a lot of times people forget how hard the game of football is. I mean, it's it, it has to be one of the most 
daunting sports, one of the most demanding sports physically, mentally. And, of course, at the quarterback position where all eyes are on Andrew Luck in the Colts organization. And everybody's been waiting, of course, for him to come back this season. Of course, everybody was hoping for a comeback season. Uh, Colts really bulked up on their offensive line uh, in hopes of really helping him not get sacked as much as he has. Um, I heard one reporter made a great point, one analyst, I should say, make a great point, seeing how Andrew Luck, in his six-year career, with all the hits and sacks that he's taken, equals up to a 15-year career. And I have to agree. I mean, we saw this man get sacked so many times. It's funny, because when I go back in my memory bank to think of Andrew Luck, a lot of these memories were not even touchdown passes. A lot of them were sacks that he took and him bouncing right up and tapping the defender in the helmet. All right, this speaks to the character of Andrew Luck. And I think those are some of the things that you have to you have to keep in mind as a fan, right? And again, I think really what bothers me is the fact that the man's walking off the field to a sea of booze for fans, an organization, a city that he's played for his whole professional career. So this is where I stand on it. Uh, you know, if you've listened to my program, you've heard me talk about. You've heard me talk about retirement. Well, whether it's Gronkowski's retirement or other player deciding to walk away from their from their sports, and you know, my perspective really has changed over the years, and I can be more happy for these guys. You know, a lot of times we just tend to look at what we see on the TV or we compare them to other players. We look at Drew Brees, Tom Brady in their 40s wanting to compete more, wanting to wanting to come back and do this all over again. But not realizing that these guys are not only they are special, not only they are legends in the game, but also these guys were lucky enough to be in an organization where they built the system around them. They made sure to protect them and give them as much opportunity to be successful, to play at a high level and to not get injured as Andrew Luck has. And I hope this is a lesson for the Colts organization after they now have seen in the last seven years, I've seen two legendary Hall of Fame caliber quarterbacks walk away from the franchise. Well, although they did cut Peyton Manning in order to get Andrew Luck, but to see two of these high-level quarterbacks no longer part of the organization in this being due to injuries. Hopefully, the lesson will be that as an organization, they will do a better job protecting these quarterbacks and a better job how do I say maintaining these quarterbacks help to provide longevity for their careers and hopefully avoid these snagging serious injuries and maybe even put something in place to have a better medical staff so the rehab process can be less draining on the mental because to me it seems like that's really what Andrew Luck is walking away from so that's my take on it so best of luck to the Andrew Luck. Uh, there was a time where the NFL kind of saw him as the next face of the league. Uh, it's kind of sad to think that he won't play. I know uh, a lot of Colts fans are really hurt. And, of course, my heart does not go out to all you guys that pick Andrew Luck on your fantasy pool. The man hasn't played in a year. 
and you're all out here mad at him. I know for a fact there's got to be at least 10% of these fans that are upset because their whole fantasy football team just went down to shamble when Andrew Luck retiring. Whose fault is that? Was he supposed to let you know when you were drafting him? I'm just saying. <laughs> but that's my take on it, on the whole Andrew Luck situation. Um, Antonio Brown still staying in the news a little uh, back and forth with Big Ben. Big Ben had made some comments. I don't have the comments off the top of my head, but pretty much kind of blaming Antonio Brown for the situation. Uh, saying, oh, he ruined the friendship. Uh, paraphrasing, of course. And Antonio Brown uh, responded to his comments saying they were saying never friends and ending his comments with shut up already so low drama so it would certainly would be interesting i don't know what the schedule is for for the raiders but it'd be interesting to see if they do play pittsburgh um how antonio brown decides to show up and what big ben has in store and it'll be interesting to see if there's even an interaction with the two at the end of the game but Time will tell. Antonio Brown with his whole helmet situation. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm really tired of talking about it. I'm not even going to talk about it up until the season starts. If this is still a story, I'm going to give a last take on it uh, by the time season starts. And I'm going to leave it at that. Um, uh, Everything I had to say about it, I've said already. And also, I feel like to a certain point, this is about attention. Like, you're seeking attention at this point. And I've said this before. You are a professional. You signed a contract. Part of the contract comes with stipulations. And this is one of the stipulations. You have to go by the approved standardized uh, equipment that the NFL allows. If someone is in deflate gate, it's not within the rules. You're not allowed to do it. So it's simple as that to me. So... Again, I'm not going to give too much attention to it as I'm starting to feel like at this point we're just giving Antonio Brown all he wants, which is keeping him trending and which is then keeping him more relevant and more popular than ever. And I know the Raiders can't be mad at that. They're on hard knocks on HBO. And with all this Antonio Brown drama, I bet you it's helping their rating and I bet you fans will tune in to watch them play. So shout out to Antonio Brown. If that's the goal, you certainly achieved it, my brother. Now, moving on to the NBA, of course, the big news in the last week is the Lakers with their, matter of fact, couple news on the Lakers, but the Lakers with their center dilemma. Of course, the Marcus Cousin went down with a torn MCL. And, of course, the Lakers needing to replace his spot in the roster has been in search of a center. Uh, it was reported that the search was down to Joachim Noah and Dwight Howard, uh, with the Lakers deciding to sign Dwight Howard. Now, very interesting, as this is a non-guaranteed contract, uh, my understanding is is Dwight Howard's contract is non-guaranteed up until a certain date. So... Which really tells you the stance the Lakers is taking on this. Many, multiple reports uh, with Adrian Wojnarowski even reporting that the Lakers got a sense that Dwight Howard hit rock bottom. That he was so humbled and so grateful for this opportunity. Uh, Many of the Lakers players met with Dwight 
including Rondo, JaVale McGee. JaVale McGee, by the way, really? Really? JaVale McGee is telling Dwight Howard about expectations? Anyways, the man has changed, so I shouldn't be poking fun at him. But just to name a few, um, uh, understand that Anthony Davis also had a talk with them. The expectations been made clear with Dwight, uh, what they expect from him on the basketball court, and what they also expect from him in the locker room. Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski made it clear that the Lakers has warned Dwight Howard that they will not stand for any of his antics. And, and now he's a part of the Lakers. Now, I take away my, I don't want to say hatred, but my frustration with Dwight. And, of course, this stems from his last dance with, with the Lakers when he played with Kobe. And just the lack of toughness. And I felt like the lack of respect for the game that he had. And his lack of, I don't want to say work ethic, because he did come into these... Uh, these Lakers tryouts, I should say, weighing 25 pounds less. So I know the man is still athletic. He certainly works hard on his body. But, you know, this is where my reluctance of accepting this, this, you know, um, in the past, well, really, Hall of Fame career type player in, in Dwight Howard. I mean, we forget, but Dwight's last year in... Um, with the Hornets, with Charlotte, he averaged 17 and 12 or 17 and 13. I mean, those are good numbers. I mean, we only have maybe four elite centers in the league, and the others falls within that same category as Dwight does. This is the same month that the same guy that won three Defensive Player of the Year awards, won multiple rebounding titles, went to the finals with Orlando. So, I would be really dumb to say, oh, I hate it. So, I don't hate it from a talent standpoint. It certainly makes us even a, a better team with the loss of DeMarcus Cousins. I would have loved to have kept DeMarcus instead. But we now have Dwight. And we'll have to make do with that. Um, it should be good. Look, take away all the... Again, all as I said, you know, all my uh, all my frustration with Dwight. I was excited by the prospect of having LeBron and Anthony Davis. What that pick and roll could look like uh, defensively. What that team would look like. And now you add Dwight Howard to this. Dwight Howard has made a career out of uh, being an out of being a key pick and roll player in this league. Uh, and I'm thinking with LeBron and Anthony Davis, that is going to be even make things even easier for him and depending on the scheme we run we might be a a really crazy team to be this year and I love this because it seems like as the Clippers keep making news with the hiring of Ty Lue as their assistant coach Lakers come back and I Dwight Howard so certainly excited for this season even more so than I am for the NFL so I can't wait, and I got a great feeling that this next season is going to be full of a lot of news. Whether good or bad, there's going to be a lot of news happening in the NBA. So make sure y'all stay tuned. Now, staying in L.A., 
I have not heard the tape, but TMZ is reported to have got their hands on a tape where DeMarcus' cousin, who recently got married, was heard threatening his ex-girlfriend because the ex-girlfriend wouldn't allow his son to come to his wedding. Uh, from what I've read, what was said is Demarcus would have said something in the lines of, I'm going to put a bullet in your head. Now, of course, with... Of course, with the importance that domestic violence, you know, and child abuse have been taken in our society, which is a great thing, which I'm all for. This, of course, brings a bad light to the Los Angeles Lakers, but really more to DeMarcus Cousin. It sounds terrible what I'm about to say, but this injury couldn't come at a better time for the Lakers uh, because in a sense kind of creates a distance with the team because, of course, we know he's rehabbing. He's not with the team. He's not really taking part in a lot of the team's uh, activities. So this helps the Lakers a little bit, but it's still a black cloud over the franchise. I was very disappointed to hear that. Um, and again, I just don't understand the, you know, the logic behind it. As a as a player, I'm sure these guys, I mean, these are millennial players. These guys grow up on the social media era. These guys make part of their money, a lot of their money off social media. So I'm sure you've heard of some of the other news about other athletes being caught in the same situation. Why would you put yourself in that situation? Right, and I'm hearing this was days or weeks before the, his wedding. This is supposed to be a beautiful, happy moment. <laughs> I do understand his frustration of his ex, of his uh, ex girlfriend or baby mama being, you know, the pettiness that she's displaying. And uh, I, I don't, I don't condone his behavior at all, at all. I want to make this clear, but I do also want to make it clear that what tends to happen is sometimes out of frustration you'll say things and there may be no intent, no ill will behind it, but nowadays, you know, words go a long way and they can go a long way into canceling your career. And hopefully for DeMarcus, this is not what this is, but it certainly isn't looking good for him. Uh... It'll be interesting to see what happens, to see what the Lakers do. I got a bad, I got a feeling that the Lakers may, of course, have a talk with DeMarcus Cousin. But I have a feeling, again, it's just a feeling that the Lakers may simply may simply brush it under the rug, right? A lot of times, one of the things we see LeBron is great at is controlling the narrative. And one thing you'll come to realize, especially with the NBA, I told you guys there's going to be a lot of news, a lot of big news in the NBA. And and the sad thing is all it takes is another big, big news, another big scandal, and everybody will fall off this. So is TMZ. TMZ always finds the news. So all it takes is another big news. And once that happens, the market story will be yesterday's news. So, 
So we'll have to stay tuned to see how this goes, but good and bad news for my Lakers. And one other news. Um, I guess it's official. Jeremy Lin, defending NBA champion Jeremy Lin, will be playing for the Chinese Basketball Association for the Beijing Ducks, I believe, is the team name. So he took to social media to announce the signing in a very creative way, I might say. Um, embracing the Chinese tradition, the Chinese culture. Um, this, of course, comes about a month after this video surface of Jeremy Lin addressing a crowd in, somewhere in Asia and talking about how he he felt that the NBA had given up on him, uh, that he dealt with depression. Uh, it was, it was, um, you know, as sad as it was to see, it was good because you saw a lot of support from a lot of uh, other NBA players. Uh, so, in a sense, I guess that was very good for. I mean, that was good. I'm sure that helped him get through that moment that he was dealing with. Um, but you know, as we see this announcement, Jeremy Lin appears to be happy. Uh, that's good for him. I believe he signed something like a three million dollar contract. Uh, I personally hope this is kind of a stepping stone to bring him back in the league. Um, listen, is Jeremy Lin a starter in the league? Probably not, but I certainly think that he can play basketball. He can he can contribute and help a team out. We've seen him play alongside Melo, play alongside Kobe. Sorry, just got a call from the girlfriend. Um, but yeah, so going back on this Jeremy Lin, I really hope this is a step episode to bring him back in the league. The men's played with the likes of Kobe, Carmelo. I still remember him waving off Kobe to take a game-winning shot. I mean, who in the right mind would wave off Kobe that was still at his prime, tell him, get out of my way, I got this, and pulls up a three-pointer to win the game. Just some of the memories that Jeremy Lin has left us. If you don't remember, just YouTube.Lin Sanity. It was a great time in the NBA. Um, so yeah, so wishing them best of luck but for everything. Now, that's all I got for today. Just wanted to give a shout out to the shop. If you haven't seen the trailer, looks great. Believe it's going to air out on September 3rd. Uh, I love the concept of it. You see a lot of celebrities, big name celebrities meeting and discussing just all and everything. And I think sometimes it helps us relate to some of these celebrities and bridge the gap uh, between what some of the hardships that they deal with. Or also just the way they see things, whether it's the game, whether it's the sport, or whether they see the world. But uh, it looks like a great episode. They got Lil Nas X talking about why he came out while he was at the top of the game. Uh, Kevin Love discussing his uh, discussing his 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 uh, his mental health. Uh, we see Kevin Hart also in there. Of course, I'm sure he has that comic comedy relief. And uh, and uh, the man Gronkowski. Uh, talking about his decision to retire from the game and how the Patriots uh, uh, approach football. So it looks like a great episode. Can't wait to see it. Had to give a shout out. LeBron wasn't present in that episode, but but uh, but I'll, I'll be talking about this though. Thank you all again for tuning in. Happy Hump Day. Enjoy the rest of your day. Top of the morning.